This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Here's another Lulu and Michael podcast for all the bits you missed from Joy 94.9. It is, uh, well, it's Michael and Kyle. Mm. Kyle and Michael. Kyle and Michael. That might, does that have a bit of ring? Michael and Big Kyle. Big Mike, Mike Kyle. That's it? Yep. That's Alrighty, better. we'll Just go with that. meld them together to something that Easily appeals to done. nobody. Oh, everybody's listening. They're loving it. Um, hopefully everyone's finishing work now. Well, round about now, but it's not very good weather, is it? It's terrible weather. Don't I, like this. Not a good day to wear open-toed shoes. By the look of them, I don't know if there is a good day for those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and What um, do you call those? Lift those a little higher well, if you're they able. are. These shoes, um, we can put these on Facebook. Maybe. Yes, we must. We'll take a picture so these everybody... shoes I bought in the city and they are called... Wet okay. <laughs> as of today. I think Gandhi um, would have rejected those. <laughs> I think they're like halfway between a sandal and a boat shoe. They're like mm. a boat shoe that are airy. They're halfway between fashionable and not. <laughs> <laughs> Leaning There's to one a picture side. coming in a minute. People, don't worry. Yeah, don't um, worry, guys. Wh- what is on the way, though? Come on. What is our guest number one any minute now? Yeah, well, so you messaged me today mm. or the other day and said, can you help fill in for Lulu? Well, I don't remember try, putting it like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you messaged me today to say that Pamela Rabe was going to be on the show. Yes. Who, um, if you've been living under a rock, you don't know, Pamela Rabe is one of, easily one of our best actresses, but is currently obviously in Wentworth. Mm-hmm. Season three of Wentworth just started. And in The Glass Menagerie. Yes. Um, at the MTC. So, she's coming in very soon. Yes, it's very exciting. There's always yeah. a bit of a buzz, isn't there, around joy when we get the good, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but when we get the good guests here, yeah. you know, sometimes I'll ring up, you know, some of these others and they, you know, I mean, to no me, I'm, well, I'm excited. Otherwise, we wouldn't have them on. Yeah, absolutely. But this one is one of those ones where everybody wets thinnickers. Sometimes it's just really exciting just to have someone to take some of the time away from talking about that. <laughs> from, from Michael talking about what Dolly's doing. Yeah. Or Lulu. Well, what about Lulu? Talking about Supergirl. Unbelievable. She's in Avenue Q. Which is... I got a letter in my inbox. Yes, thank you. It's unbelievable, isn't um, it? Letter in my letterbox the other day, which I never check, to see Avenue Q. Looked it up and... Her name standing right in front yes. of me. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, she's an amazing performer yeah. and, and we all know that. Yeah. Um, but she's been doing Super Girly for a while and mm. now she's auditioned for this, got it straight away. What no big surprise yep. there. And uh, we'll be doing more of that later, won't we? But not right now. Yeah. This is Joy 94.9 with Lulu and Michael, now Kyle and Michael, and now a formal apology from Kyle. Thanks, um, everybody. I'd just like to take a moment here to um, sincerely and formally apologise for something I said in the last bracket. Because it better be good. I um, I said that the Glass Menagerie is at the MTC. Um, I'm a volunteer, okay? Yes. Sometimes yeah. we make mistakes. Yes, I know, but go on. It's at the Malthouse Theatre yes, instead, and we're going to tell you so much more about it when my icon and non-threatening person who, just because I said MTC, won't put me in the slammer. She looks angry. She won't put me in the slammer. She looks angry. Don't put She's me in the slammer. She's doing strangling. <laughs> strangling motion. Malthouse Theatre. She's going to do time for you. <laughs> That's how angry she is. Oh. You know, you Shut know, up, Vinegar. <laughs> you know you're in trouble when you, you, you know, make... Pamela Rabe angry. <laughs> you bet. The Malt House has already rung in. It's the Malt House Theatre Canteen is the MTC that I was referring to. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> but it's at the Malt House. Well, all right. No no major harm done. No. I think we accept your apology. Thank you. you. Know. <clears throat> Thanks for giving me the opportunity yeah, you've, to do it. You've only been here 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm already missing Lulu. <laughs> J-Lo, she ain't my mama. <laughs> no, she isn't. I mean, I, my mama's no longer with us, but she didn't look like J-Lo. No, I'd be very surprised if J-Lo was your mother. <laughs> <laughs> my That's... mother was Iris from the block. <laughs> she yes, sure was. she was Iris from the block. You used to have a little. <laughs> now she's got, well, she's not got, well, no. But 40 years ago, she had pleasure. quite a lot. I's the best mother ever. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I did. Um, but let's see what's all about our guests now. We get excited, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just have this... someone else in the studio. <laughs> yeah. It's great. <laughs> just another voice. Speaking up the oxygen. <laughs> no, 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 with very little in here. Ladies and gentlemen, no more from me, Pamela Ray. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to Joy. Is this your first time at Joy? No, I've been, I've been in Joy times. many times. <laughs> It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, it's it great. Gets better. It just gets better and better. <laughs> well, we hopefully won't let you down on this one then. The um, you are at the moment in the glass. You are the glass menagerie. I'm tinkering with a glass menagerie at Malthouse at the moment. Yes. Yes, and it, uh, I mean it's one of those plays. It's um, I mean I guess is it what is it like to be in a play like that? Because it's very very powerful, isn't it? Really, one of those. Um, it's beautiful. It's a privilege, actually. You know, it's one of the greatest pieces of writing in the English language mm-hmm. of the 20th century, and um, to um, slip inside it eight times a week to um, uh, to to bring it back to life is a is a not only a pleasure but I say it's an honour you know it's a privilege yeah and it was great cast and uh, we did it at Belvoir about eighteen months ago and everybody has reconvened so it's just the families back together again which is rare isn't it to get everybody like well, that back together I think so um, um, I'm so glad but, but what's particularly rare is that we've got the whole stage management team and everybody with us wow. as well which is essential they loved it then didn't they yeah and it well they just knew that the whole thing would collapse without them right <laughs> organizing it all but it's um it's a joy to and given that it's a what is described as a memory play you know to 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 re-enter the memory too is a great what does um, that mean exactly well it was um tennessee williams first great success it was very autobiographical and i think the process of writing it and having it staged was an act of not only um Love, but exorcism, because he was very much putting his own family and his own experience up on the stage mm. of what it was to be a young gay man in America in the late 30s and early 40s. And he, um, it's uh, clearly he had a very complex and difficult relationship with his family, with his mother, and uh, a lot of guilt around um, the fate of his sister Rose Williams, who uh, he's changed the name to Laura in the play, um, and his mother in the play Amanda. Um, and it's you know I think there were a lot of demons that he needed mm. to get out of his system, but at the same time he's created some of the most iconic characters mm. in. Performance, and I, and I wonder know. if that's because there's that reality there, you know. I think so. You know, I, I always think that um, people's first plays or first pieces of art usually are, you know, that's the kitchen sink. Everything mm. goes into that one, and certainly that was true of Tennessee. And that every play that he wrote subsequently, or piece of prose or poetry, kept riffing on the same themes. It was something that he just. It, it, he knew and needed to a lot of uh, angst work through. a lot of yeah. angst yeah. there yeah, yeah. and it, it, the, sort of the lead of it isn't it really Tom is kind of the centrepiece absolutely of the Tom of the I mean in Tennessee's birth name was Tom Thomas ah, right. Tom Williams so it's you know it's very 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 clearly his story and I think this particular production of it which Eamon Flack directed and um, I think it 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 eventuated because Eamon and Luke Mullins the lead actor who plays Tom um 
when they were discussing the play and discussing the prospect of doing it, were very interested in in mining uh, mm. it as a queer story, you know, and it is. Yeah. And so many productions of this play tend to kind of skim over that, gloss skim over past it. it, gloss over it. But once you start really exploring it with that in mind, all sorts of wonderful things sort of open up in it. It's very exciting to yeah. do. Do we know if his um, family went along and, and, you know, supported or they knew about certainly, it? Certainly, yes. I mean, his, it, he ended up, I mean, the whole time he was in Hollywood, he brought his mum out and he was certainly, he was very close to his sister Rose, who uh, unfortunately in the early 40s, well, you know, early in her life, had a lobotomy, um, but he um, stayed in constant contact with her, supported her financially, and was still, you know, going out with her, taking her places. Wow. Way, right in, when you do a role, life. do you look into all of that? Do you research into all of that? Um, if it's pertinent, yes. Sure. And certainly in this case, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and uh, we're going to have we're going to play a bit of music now. Can come back to you. Um, but uh, for me, I wonder well, when we all try to do an accent, Southern is the one that we all go for. I reckon it's either that or kind of like some sort of LA one, isn't it? Yeah, like the too cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Is that are you going to do it? For oh, we have to. <laughs> when we come back, we will. We'll give the it a go. Next whole segment is in Southern accents. Yeah, yeah. Wow, looking Pamela Ray, to ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We are joined by the very, very lovely Miss Pamela Rabe, and uh, we were having a good old uh, yarn about the glass menagerie. Is that your best southern accent? <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's Try it again. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. No, I don't think I can do it now. It's Did down you? there at the uh, Malthouse Theatre. That's, That's right. not very good. That's, not That's pretty enough. good. Not with Say it again, Malthouse Theatre. The Malthouse Theatre. Down at the Malthouse Theatre. <laughs> Malthouse. <laughs> Yeah. God damn it. In the Merlin Theatre at yeah. the Malthouse on Sturt Street. Yeah. What about we would be um we'd be in desperate <laughs> trouble if we didn't mention Wentworth, obviously, oh, yeah. wouldn't we? Um are you absolutely loving doing that? I mean because we're loving you in it. I mean, I think it's... it's That's a, good. Well, then, then, yes, the answer is yes. Yes. Because, <laughs> I mean, honestly, that is what you do it for. You want people to enjoy watching it. I yeah. mean, and be terrified and moved, upset and entertained, you know. But when the agent rang and said, look, we've got, you know, this is coming back, um, what was the general um, consensus from you and from other cast members? I mean, I, I guess you probably, by now, you would have, you know... I joined the series in its second season, so it was already... Although, I don't think it had gone to air... I certainly had heard on the grapevine from people who were involved in it that it was a quality series and that they were very much enjoying working on it. So it was sort of, you know, in the zeitgeist. Um, when I got the the call from the agent saying, would I be interested in playing a, um, a reimagining of The Freak as created by Maggie Kirkpatrick in the original Prisoner series, mm. um, I have gone on record and saying, I squealed. I mean, I literally squealed. Yes. I just thought, oh, that is just too perfect. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I was very excited. And... Um, uh, probably should have been a bit more daunted. Um, certainly now I find it quite daunting. But it's um, it's a, a great company to work with and for, both in front of the camera, behind the camera, and uh, certainly what those writers come up with mm. for me to it's, do is just yeah. staggering. <laughs> so. And it's amazing that I mean, it's obviously why it's doing so well is because it's really well written and it's really well acted, and that's all we want. For 
from a drama, isn't it? That's what we want from anything we watch. Yes, both to be but involved in the making of it, but also in watching it. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. unbelievable, you know. And that's why it's massive around the world. You know, it's huge now. And it's like over ninety countries, I think. Yeah, wow. and then Consulted. and huge. obviously, I think everybody was like, "What are you doing? It's prisoner. You don't touch prisoner." Mm. And then um, when it began, and it's continued in that way to be as brilliant as it is. I mean, that's why everybody is wrapped with it. I think that is, as you say, a testament to the um, to the writing, to the producing mm. of it. The fa- fabulous crews who can produce such quality television on uh, minuscule budgets, but also the casting of it as well, and that everybody rising to that challenge that yeah. uh, that the original. <coughs> Excuse me. The original prisoner fan base has been incredibly um, welcoming, you know. Yes. And actually, and I, and I think they were reserving judgment for quite a while, but they, they've been fabulous. There really was. I mean, my, my, I know my friend Thomas um, and I are huge prisoner fans of a generation when we probably didn't get actually get to watch it when it was first mm. on television, and so we fell in love. He with always it over gets that years. in there where he's <laughs> able to. Yeah, we know you're young. Whatever. This is radio. Um, and um, we and and fell in love with it over time by watching reruns or on DVD. Mm. And even hey, you know, when they when the end of season one came on, and I don't think it had been announced that you were coming to be Joan Ferguson on it. I don't think at that stage. Or when they started talking, and then the glove promo came on, we thought, who's it going to be? Who are they going to get? And it's one of the casting decisions that, truly and honestly, sometimes you go, why would they have cast that person? But it was like so right when they announced you. So it was, it was one of those... I'm not uh, sure whether they should take that as a compliment, but, but, <laughs> but, they, but, but it, I will, so thank you. It felt like you could kill it and you have. Was it, did you, did you have to audition? Was it whoever got into the glove was, was going <laughs> to get That's right, who fits this glove? Yeah, that's yeah. right, that's sort of yeah, it's, inverse. It's the Cinderella, Cinderella role. That's right. <laughs> well, we should let everybody know, where is this on? at the Glass Menagerie. You should deal with this one. Um, I think it's I at the Malt House Yes, I believe you're right. I believe you're right. I've had emails and phone calls <laughs> and it is on until June number five. And uh, But we're really grateful that you could come in today. Mm. We it's know how pleasure. busy you are and you're even on tonight, aren't you? Of course. Absolutely, yes. Well, enjoy. It's Ladies and gentlemen, it's a, it's a short season too, so do. And it's, um, it's selling very well. I mean, it comes with a lot of... Um, um, accolades behind it and it's no surprise that it is um, it's doing very well for a very short season I think it closes um, a week Saturday wow June, June it is Sunday the 5th short, or something like that yeah so get in there and see it it's yes, beautiful it production yeah. wonderful thank you thank, thank you. you it is Joy 94.9 on your Wednesday afternoon with Lulu and Michael with me Kyle filling in and making sure that the show's running on time and we're perfectly prepped. You're doing admirably. <laughs> By saying the wrong thing. No, company. it doesn't But matter. we're moving on from that. We've moved on. We've we moved have, on. We've really moved on. Mm. Hopefully, um, I think, and I this is news coming in from The Wire, um, that everyone who's currently at their desk mm-hmm. should shut their computers down, stand up and walk out. Is that the end of the day? That's the end of the day. Get in your car, go home. You've got it officially from me, someone who... Um, has absolutely no. Power. What was it that Bob Hawkes had? Any you... boss who sacks someone is a mongrel. Oh, okay. And if you sack someone for leaving because I told them to, yeah, you're well within your rights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine going to your boss, but listen, you don't understand. <laughs> I'm said I should go. Is this the same man who said the city? You're out of place. <laughs> um, right, we're going to have what's, a. What's wrong with their boss? <laughs> 
And I never did my southern accent either. No. Oh, I'm really oh, good I at tried. it as well. You did really well. <laughs> Thank you. It was you. unbelievable. Thank it's more you. South Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> I am not on my own because I'm joined by the very lovely Kyle Minnell. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> no, there's no Dolly Diamond no impersonation dolly today. Sorry. It's all very professional. I wasn't made aware. We've got to be professional because we've got a guest in. Mm. And uh, this man is responsible, really, for the Sydney Dance Company. He's the artistic director, and I love this name, Rafael Bonacella. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure to be here. Did I get it right? You did. Because that would be awful if I I know there's been that. so many versions of my name. Really? I've lost count. <laughs> I get but called you different did really names well. <laughs> as well, and they're not nice most of the time. <laughs> not nice at all. Now, you are, I mean, what a, what a role you have there at the Sydney Dance Company. When you joined in 19, 2008, is that right? That's right. And uh, in, I believe you choreographed 360 Degrees is the name of it. And then after that, they said, look, what are you doing? Because we need you. <laughs> You're quite good at it. Yeah. You, you seem experienced. Will you join <laughs> us? And then you've been doing that ever since. Yes. I was very, very lucky to be invited as a one-off. And little did I know that within three months I would be moving to Australia. Right. Um, and here I am, not looking back. And you were born in New Zealand, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Have I got that wrong? <laughs> Where were you born? Uh, I was born in Barcelona, actually. Ah, which is New Zealand would have been a beautiful place to, yes. to be born in. I'd like, uh, well, uh, yes, it would, and I don't be rude about them, but I love Barcelona. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad at all. Imagine li- having born in Barcelona and then living here in Australia. You know, it's I couldn't be luckier. The weather's t- very similar. It is very similar. <laughs> I've got a T-shirt which I love, Sitches, written on it, and uh, no oh, one ever kno- nobody ever knows. Trouble? Oh, I've been there many times, oh. and I got, and I went there for trouble. Oh, good. That's what you do. That's the thing to do in Sitges. Oh, my word. Otherwise... No, it's, it's it's such a great, great little town, mm. Ooh, beautiful know. country. And um, when you um, when you join, then your work, do you um, where do you take your inspiration from? I mean, you you're, you've got a room full of dancers. What mm. makes you get them all together and, and be able to work with dancers in in, their, in your way? Look, I always say that life, you know, and all sorts of things in life inspire all my work. So I go to see other shows. I go to the cinema. I read books. I go to galleries. I go to exhibitions. I meet people. I listen to music. You know, I surf in the internet. And you always come across things. Well, so far I've always come across things that have interest me. Mm. Sometimes it could be even now. Like, could you take even some, right, yeah, now, right now? You wow. never know. What that is amazing. Yeah. You know, the next song could do it for me. Oh, not us. Yeah. I was, I was, I was leaning, hoping you were leaning towards. You know, <laughs> the next piece is going to be based on a couple of young radio presenters. Yeah. Our dance would be us. laying on our back, eating chocolate. I may use your voice. Okay. You know? Yes. Would you like me to? Should exactly. I? Exactly. That sort of radio voice that everyone loves. <laughs> mm. Golden Now, it's, it's opening tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, this tonight. dance company is opening with their production called Counter Move. Um, and uh, give us a little bit about that, because I've been reading about that. You've choreographed one of the pieces. That's that right. right. I mean, I called the evening counter move because um, it counter move means a move or an action in opposite to another. And what we have in this evening is two very unique but very very different works. There is the work by uh, called Cacti by Swedish renowned choreographer Alexander Ekman, and this is a work that is hilarious, right? Funny, humorous, clever, which we witty. don't normally get in dance, do we? We don't. We, we well, don't, that, we're but not that's you see, that's what that's. 
what a lot of people say and what a lot of people feel. You're, and you're part gonna, of gonna, I'm going to be wrong, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to tell me I'm wrong. But if you come and see Sydney Dance Company, yes, ah. in Melbourne this week and in the rest of no, Australia, but wh- why is it amusing then? In what way do we laugh? They're look, not falling over. Are I they? mean, I'm not good at making people laugh. But other people are very good at it. Right. Yeah. And this work, it's not just really tightly choreographed and very dynamic, but it's it's got text in it, right. you know, and the dancers, there's a lot of cacti as props on stage. There is also a string quartet. There is a cat. Yeah, wow. exactly. Uh, and there is a lot of elements. And, you know, all, we all know that um, humor is about timing. Yes. You know, and he, uh, Alexander Ekman, loves to entertain an audience. And he's one of those great contemporary choreographers that can create a work of quality, but that's also very accessible and really entertaining. Mm. You know, I've seen the work I don't know how many times, and every time it gets me. Right. And I can't stop laughing. And I'm guessing the company that you, that is in Melbourne with us... Um, for tonight and, and up until the 4th of June yeah. um, is is the best of the best like the ones that go on tour is it the whole company on tour or are we or getting the B, B line the B line no there is no B line <laughs> there is no B anything there is just 16 amazing yes mind blowing unique you know dancers that will blow your mind what about what you did which is what is it uh, Lux Tenebris look uh, Lux Tenebris translates to light in darkness mm-hmm. so it's a work that has an Originally, an original commission score by um, Australian composer Nick Wiles. It's a h- wonderful, I'm going to say hardcore, deep electronic score, but also very, very beautiful. So the whole idea was about how to find beauty and light in darkness. And that was the concept. So it's a very driven, very emotional, really um, wonderful piece. And does it open with that? No, it opens with cacti. So with we laugh and then we get We laugh and then you... Um, you cry. Wow. <laughs> you no, no, not as much as cry. You probably just go like, what did just happen? <laughs> is, is the interval in, in the middle of those? There is an interval, so you can have I a drink. Like, no, I was yeah. like, people want to know. No, but look, they? I think everything with an interval and with a drink. Yes. It's worth it. It's worth it. So, uh, tell me with a piece, when, when, when we're looking at creating an original piece like this, so mm. it might be... Um, uh, original dance piece or theatre differently but for, for something like this does the music do you go to the composer and say this is the concept create the music and create the dance or does the dance come first or how long does that take even though that seems Look, like a long I, process with, for this work um, I I knew I wanted to work with Nick Wiles and I didn't know what the piece would be about. And I asked Nick if we could spend time together in the music studio and we started creating music worlds. So he started, I told him words like intriguing, mysterious, visceral, unexpected, uh, contrasting. And then after a week of working together in music, um, the idea of Lux Tenebris, Light in Darkness, became very apparent. And then from that point, he created this wonderful score that was in, inspired on that idea and that took like eight months not of every day you know on and off with other projects and do you need to be able to see the choreography as you're hearing the music does that come to you like that sometimes i see very clearly that oh you know this is a group section and they're all you know doing this or whatever some other things i don't have a clue but eventually day by day working in the studio uh, it all makes sense and it all comes together well you know that this opens tonight 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 two weeks only 
Yes. Now you're re- you're obviously ready because all you've got to do is watch. All I have. <laughs> watch. Your um, bit's all done, isn't it? I mean, do you get no, nervous? No, trust me. I'm like on stage with the dancers. Really? I don't in the know wings? Are you in the wings? No, I'm not on the wings. Look no, what no, you as ba- I'm not as bad as that. I'm at the very back. I can't. I can't really sit in the middle of the audience. Right. I find it really hard. Yes. And I always think that you know my twitching and um, people will know. No, yeah, people will be great like, big note. Who is that weirdo moving constantly? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really glad you could come in tonight, and all the best with it. And uh, thank you. Cannot wait, ladies and Raphael Bonacella. You're on joy with Kyle and Michael, um, and it's really exciting to be here. And thanks for having me. And um, Lulu is off being a superstar. Well, oh, oh, hmm. oh yeah. No, um, yes, we're going to get more about it next week. Right. But she is uh, at the moment. She's in puppet camp. Which is where you learn, obviously, how to use a puppet because she's doing Avenue Q. Mm. That's, I mean, this could be her highlight role. Up until now, mm-hmm. I think the best role that Lulu's done was when she was Toadie's boyfriend on Neighbours. Boyfriend, girlfriend, <laughs> girlfriend on Neighbours. She had to strap everything down <laughs> to play Toadie's boyfriend. She was it was the best acting job she's ever done. Absolutely, yeah. Um, no, she was great on that, wasn't she? She played a wrestler. She was a was wrestler. Wonderful. Yes. Um, speaking of, there's no, absolutely no segue to wrestling. To what apologising? Yes, apologising because I'm doing a lot of that tonight. Yeah. Um, of course, yes. It was a really historic day. Yesterday, it was. Um, and the Andrews government and Daniel Andrews um, made a formal apology in, in Parliament, and this is a bit of it now. On behalf of the Parliament, the government, and the people of Victoria. For the laws we passed and the lives we ruined and the standards we set, we are so sorry. And um, and that was in Parliament yesterday. The video is flying around everywhere on Facebook. I found it really interesting today that it was page 13 or something of the right. Herald Sun. Go on my Facebook feed. It's every second post. Yeah. Why? I, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those amazing ones. For so long, it was illegal to be a homosexual in the state of Victoria and yep. all around the world. Aussie, but, yeah, yeah. But slowly, um, those laws diminished and, and now And if you were arrested apology. back then, obviously you had a record and you created a record. A record. Yeah. And now, obviously, this is the, uh, not only apologising for it, but um, is it expunging or so a lot removing of the, that record? Yeah. It? So, a lot of people are now applying to have them expunged. Few people have, and what it means, obviously, is that is the right word? I'm used expunged it is, is the okay, right word. Yeah, it's yeah. a big word. But, well, I just don't know. I'm expunging myself, <laughs> and um, and it obviously means now. Yeah, absolutely. People don't have to hide that. I think a lot of the times there were some articles in the paper today saying that people would, you'd have to lie essentially to get a job when yes. it asked, did you have a, or going overseas? Going overseas. Or yeah. I mean, I would surely there's no shock that the Herald has not put that on the no, probably page. not. I mean, you know, um, but I was riding my bicycle along and I looked. Looked up and there was that rainbow flag, and I thought, "Why is that there?" And then I remembered, um, and yeah, I mean, an amazing day. And obviously, Daniel Andrews is the one who's done the apology, and that is amazing. But there's so many people involved with um, mm. making it happen, and uh, it was an amazing day and uh, wonderful. And for those that were involved, it must be incredible. I mean, you know, the relief or the acknowledgement, mm. you know, um, that you know that this is you know no longer a crime. And uh, you know, really should never have happened. Yeah, they, they were the laws of the day, obviously. But you know, and it's probably a good reminder for, for us who are uh, campaigning for same-sex marriage now or equal marriage, um, whichever the right term is, um, that 
in marriage, the 30th marriage yeah. in 30 years ago, um, it was just illegal to be who you were and you'd have to hide that for fear of going to prison for f- mm. up to 15 years for the crime of buggery, I think is what they yeah. call it. Um, I believe they do. <laughs> they do. It's been a while. <laughs> That's what they call it. That's what they call I it. I call it Saturday night. <laughs> Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Good evening. Hopefully you're on Punt Road. Um, and you've got Stuck in traffic. an hour and 11 minutes to listen to us. <laughs> yes, just to go five minutes. <laughs> um, now, did you watch the Billboard Awards? No, nah, I watched a couple of clips just yeah. online, but not the whole lot. Um, I watched a bit more than that, and uh, Rihanna did a number. Mm-hmm. It's her latest one. My word, it was amazing. Yeah, really? Yes, because normally I don't really think she's very good live. Mm. You know. Um, and, and was she, she live? She was live, yeah. and she belted it out. Yeah. Unbelievable. She's very super talent. Like she's one of the super talents. Like she can't be that. Yeah, but I mean live. I mean if you, I, yeah. you know, a lot of them are rubbish live. Brittany, obviously, she opened it. Yeah, and I'm um, she's. I for me, she's one of the best. Yeah, mime acts in, in America <laughs> and uh, the world. Maybe I, maybe the, the world. world. Yeah, but I mean, no, it's a lot. It's a big call, isn't it? You know. Um, but everybody keeps saying, "Oh my God, Brittany's a mate." No, no I mean wasn't. she yeah. walks like she's got concrete in her knickers, <laughs> but she's lost a lot of weight. She has. And she, she like. I mean, she looks amazing. stunning. She oh, looks no. stunning. Um, Listen to the guys. I mean, no, oh, don't get me wrong. She looks amazing. She rips people off because she doesn't sing hard. She's but got she the looks. talent of a turnip. <laughs> but she looked amazing, and that's all that matters. What really, a turnip! Isn't it? Um, I saw her in um, at Rod Laver many years ago. She oh yeah, she's just hanging out. It was just. It, yeah, it, like I mean, I sat close to the front. There were people that were in the love seats. I think they called them love seats, and you'd sit pretty much on the stage. Yeah, for fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred dollars, and I just I, I don't think I want to be that close to watching someone mine. No, I went, and uh, I didn't need to be in the venue. No, it was awful. Yeah. and uh, you know, just oh God, and I, I should have known she was going to mine. But I mean, at least you know some of them sing over their voice. Yeah, you know, yeah. she's literally miming everything. Yeah, well, that was Rihanna, and Rihanna. <laughs> is good mm. we support Rihanna but she was very very good live though yep. absolutely and that was she was just in that last track yeah. you know we had messages and uh, we've been really busy with Raphael and Pamela haven't we yeah we have been um, haven't had a chance to look we've got Mick said happy humping day Lala and Michael great uh, Lulu's not here no so but she um, we, we, then we got one from the, G, the GM Joy uh-huh. which is directed to you mm. would you like to read that yeah um, hi Michael and Kyle you guys are awesome loving the show we're going to start paying oh what no no it's just a small matter to discuss with you it has been brought to my attention that kyle's membership actually lapsed 11 months ago i know isn't that nice welcome back yeah and hey. you owe money <laughs> thanks for popping in filling in yeah keeping the you know, airwaves moving if i'd known what it was is they rang me and said try to get someone in whose membership has lapsed <laughs> because joy needs the money <laughs> the reason i bring it up anyway though is because you you'll obviously renew because you're that I'm sort of guy now. but the radio thon is on the way, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, why don't we get our producer knows all about the Radiothon. It starts on the 3rd of June mm-hmm. up until the 10th of June and you can uh, join up. You can join up and win some very, very nice prizes. Amazing prizes. Wow. And we, we often mention what they are but, and we will later perhaps. Yeah. Not, yeah. On this, not today, but it really is um, obviously keeps joy on the air and uh, you, get, you know, there's weekly stuff that we give away which is great. Nothing today apparently, but you know, um, <laughs> there is often amazing prizes. And when we were in Radiothon 
in that week. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do anything special like nudie runs down Burke Street? I won't do that and okay. therefore we'll probably get more membership. Yeah. <laughs> no. do, you, do you know what though? I'm very embarrassed that I didn't know that my membership had lapsed because yeah. I've been a member for a very long time. So if you are sitting there, wait till Radiothon week if you want to because you can go the in and draw, it, draw it. But call and check to make sure that you're actually not a member or you are a member of what your current status is. And joy is one of those ones but when if I feel like I'm involved is I feel like they're always asking for something to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Why? The reason being is because Joy runs on the smell of an oily rack. Yeah, and, and sometimes that rack And I've walled that rack. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, toss away your city maps and travel guides, sightseers. There are now special shoes so that you can have all... All you need to do is follow your feet. Now, these smart sneakers proposed by a UK budget airline are designed to guide the wearer around an unfamiliar city by using vibrations to indicate the direction in which they need to walk. Dubbed sneak airs. Get it? Sneakers, oh, yeah, sneakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The shoes are equipped with built-in vibration sensors and via Bluetooth connect to an app using a smartphone. Now, the shoes then guide wearers on their walking expedition by triggering small vibrations on either shoe, depending on the direction the wearer needs to turn to reach their destination. Currently 14 degrees in Melbourne town, overnight low of 11, heading for a rainy day tomorrow, top of 15. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Wow. Buzz, buzz, what buzz. about you two? Would you use a vibrator? <laughs> Who's? I mean, you know, would you wear them? Um, oh, my GPS is enough. Is yes. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I've been lost in many cities when I could have used some vibrations to help me around. Mm. Mm. Maybe. I don't know if I'm ready for vibrating shoes. <laughs> I'm not ready for smart shoes. I'm ready for new shoes. <laughs> I reckon you're right. I'm not ready for smart shoes. Hey, <laughs> 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 no! I want to get onto this. Yeah. I want to go there. Oh, I reckon this is a music day play as well. Yeah. When you yeah. walk in the door, <laughs> I um, we were reading about a naked restaurant. Mm. Um, it's not open yet. It's not open yet. No. But the waiting list is huge. Uh, did you read how many are on the list? 20, 37,000 people. 40, you may as well round that up to 40. 38. Uh, 38,000 are on the waiting list. By the t- it's just clicked over. Yeah. 40,000. Now, really, what they, they, what you do is you arrive and you can get, you know, they've got lockers and everything. It sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> What's your postcode? Like, like your department store or something, not not anything rude or, yeah, well, well, listen. Um, but you um, arrive and then um, you just get everything off and they can have a gown if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, the staff um, don't wear it very much either, but they do wear something. Shoes? I mean, you, well, you know, if you want your meal delivered, with someone with the willy out, I'd pre- or the boobs. <laughs> if I was getting my crepe folded in front of me, I'd want <laughs> hey! my waiter to be wearing something. Shoes. <laughs> Thank you. Stop it with, please stop it with that noise. <laughs> Hi-oh! <laughs> um, so it's called Bunyadi. Yeah. Like Bonyadi. Yeah. Um, in central London. It opens in two weeks' time mm-hmm. as a pop-up restaurant. And a, a pop-up, pop-up naked restaurant. And uh, you get... There's only... What is it? 42 diners in one and, sitting, you know. And you can't take your mobile phone in there. No, either, obviously that's, which that's good. I think that's a bit of a waste. I wonder how a naked restaurant would go in Melbourne. It'd ha- we'd do it through... Melbourne. <laughs> You said Melbum. <laughs> I've got bum on the mind. And Lulu is got a hand stuck up. A puppet. Puppet. Puppet at a yeah. camp puppet. Oh, wait. It's going to be amazing. Is she going to come back and just do puppet voices for the rest of the year? That's all she does anyway. <laughs>
<laughs> Sometimes I don't know who I'm working with. No, and nor do you need to know that either. No, it's exactly. radio. Yeah. No one knows. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Now, you can um, add us on Facebook, mm. which is Lulu and Michael Wednesday Drive, um, on Fachebuka. And you can also text SMS us on 0427-JOY949, or you can email on air at joy.org.au, or call little Andy's out the front there, yeah. hand on his receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, one three hundred join nine for nine. We've got one text saying hi, Kyle. It's great to hear you back on radio. Great listening. Not sure about the shoes either. When is rubbish night? Maybe pop them in your bin. <laughs> Lol. Lol. Now, as you don't know, Kyle is wearing some vile shoes, which we'll put on Facebook, uh, so you can go and have a look. And we wondered who would message in with something quite so well honest. Honest. And you looked it up, didn't you? And who yeah. was it? I looked and searched the number in my phone. That was my mother. Isn't that lovely? I <laughs> Jenny. Love that. If she wants to get real about fashion choices, we Don't can be start. Rude. We no, can start. She's not here to defend herself. That's exactly right. And I will not have it. We had another message before about not defending yourself. <laughs> when what was it? Daniel Andrews mm-hmm. made the apology and it was something along the lines of um uh, rejoin you as a question, how can Daniel Andrews make a state apology, then make fat jokes about people? Probably because they're fat. We no. are so sorry. <laughs> no, they, I mean, they, they didn't, they've got nothing to do with they've each other. They've got nothing to do with each other. And, uh, my God, if we, it's hard doing it that way. We all do things like that. It was a throwaway yeah. comment and, you know, and Andy apologised He's progressive. The man is amazing. And, uh, yes, he's obviously not. He's got, you know, whatever. That was from, we the, move two, on. from the two old poofs. That yes, was from. and then, you know, it, it, you know, we shouldn't do things like that. We all shouldn't do yeah. things like that. I'd spend my life apologising if that were the case. <laughs> oh, would you? Wouldn't you? We can both do our best Dolly Diamond impressions. All right, go on. To see who the winner is. Yep. You, this is where you can text in judge, actually. Yeah, all right. Do you want to do that? All right, you start. Well, good evening, everybody. My name is Dolly Diamond. Welcome, would you welcome one and all to Lulu and Michael. Do I have to say the same thing? That was good. Locked in. <laughs> all right, you lot. Well... Holly Diamond here, and I'd like to welcome you, all of you, to Lulu and Michael on Joy. No, lies. No, I do not have any control over it, and you lost. (laughs) Well, I was away last week. Were you? I was. I was here. No, you weren't. And uh, I was in Bali. Oh, Mm. my God. I went with um, the biggest group, I reckon one of the biggest group of drinkers that you can (laughs) ever go with. You did. And you know what? I didn't drink. They were professional drinkers. I didn't drink. I just went there and relaxed. This is lovely music. This is very relaxing. Um, In Seminyak, you were? Yeah, and in Bali, yeah. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Which is in Bali. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, And really, I I love Bali. I've been three or four times now. Love it. I just, it was just me with my boogie board. Yep. And, you know, <laughs> I couldn't have been happier. Hi, some the rut runner. <laughs> and the, um, do I still get very tense walking through. This that is airport. the music they play when you get massage. When you get a massage. <laughs> you look so hot today, <gasps> like a sunrise. That's what they say. Um, the, um, w- yeah, whenever I go through the airport, that's like a tense experience, even though I know I don't have anything stashed in my well, bag. Well, I mean, you've got a great deal of crack in your knickers, but <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I don't either. I tend not to travel with, you know, I mean, God, well, yeah, anyway. You'd have to be pretty silly. But it does, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I reckon that's good to be a little nervous. Don't wind me up. I've only just started <laughs> talking about my barley holiday. It was bloody lovely anyway. Yeah. Don't wind us up, potato head. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was beautiful. Um, it's uh, beautiful. And uh, look, I, I invite all Bali fans. Yeah. Um, look, we just had a vote. First vote coming for the Dolly impression. Well, we'll Second come to impression that. We'll one. come to that. I just wanted to pull that one out. Yeah, well, all right. Bit of a whatever. voting update. Yeah, cool. You know what? Second is sometimes better. Look at Eurovision. Yeah, well, you are a great big number two. <laughs> Thank you. can you see is the San Diego Gay Men's Chorus. And they are amazing. Now, some people would have listened to that and go, it's very beautiful. Yeah. You know what it is? Beautiful baritone. Anthem, isn't it? National anthem the of national the United of America. States. United States of America. Now, on the weekend, they were heckled yeah. off stage at a um, at a baseball game. Well, what what it was is they were in the middle of the, you know, baseball arena. Because <laughs> they don't know the sport. The I, diamond. The baseball diamond. <laughs> and um, they were getting ready to do the national anthem because they were invited along mm. and um, the it didn't, the music didn't begin and they all of a sudden instead of them doing it there was this girl who was obviously recorded starts doing the national anthem so they played the recording off yep. their Which CD was or whatever an it was error in the biggest proportion and obviously everybody thought it was you know a, a homophobic error as well you know we don't want the gays doing the national anthem mm. even though they've done it before and even though they're invited but it was hugely embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, you know, and from the How awful, and from the report that we were reading before, it was saying that they were marched off the stage, um, supposedly during the national anthem. Was no, they waited. Oh, they waited till yeah, they waited till the end. The other, the part the report says as well, the entire course was led off the stage, um, and on the way out, endured a multitude of homophobic slurs throughout their exit. You sing like a girl was reportedly heard coming from the stands. I mean, as there well. will always be one idiot. There always will be one. The day that idiot has been. You. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so sorry. Get off your fat. Um, it's, um, no, I mean, it's just awful. And uh, but there's been many, many apologies. And whoever was, do- and, you know, had their finger on the play button has been let go, yeah. which is fair enough. Um, and the, uh, it's, so it's been investigated. But um, yeah, it's one of those ones that sort of leaves a whole bunch of questions. And in our bubble, we probably say it's completely homophobic and they did it on purpose yeah. in another bubble. It's probably another story. But it'd be interesting to see what happens after it's investigated. Absolutely. I mean, we just move out of the bubble, I think. Is the move idea. out of the bubble. Yeah, stop living in a bloody bubble. And you can keep on top of everything that happens on Joy because you can go to joy.org.au um, which is our website and you can check uh, what programs on. You can see podcasts. Mm. Oh, it's all there. And download the app. Yeah. It's more of a listening sort of thing than yeah. seeing. I know yeah. what you mean. But radio can, radio's a multimedia. Oh, Visual if you want. Now, you know, you know there's I, Instagram. There's everything. There's everything. We live in a world where there's everything, <laughs> you know. I mean, sometimes I think there's too much. So, you, there is some, too, sometimes there's too much advice. Now, you've just recently come back from Bali. As yes, that's right. Did you, and I fell into the trap of when we were talking oh, about it off air, oh, right. of saying, oh, well, you walk up that Zalang whatever, mm. and there's a construction site on the right-hand side, and on the left-hand side, there's a cafe that has yellow hats on. And oh, yeah. Like this. Did, did you get a lot of that before you went Do to Do you know Bali? what I didn't move from the hotel? <laughs> It's a, probably a great big world out there, um, <laughs> but I just sort of went from my room to to the gym, to the breakfast, to the lounger. What was it, the and gym? And I just hanging around <laughs> the showers, and uh, it was um, oh god, it was so relaxing. It is a relaxing. Um, but I did go, I did venture out a little bit. I went to the beach a couple of times. 
times mm. and uh, I've, I've worked out that I'm much happier when I'm in the, the hotel. The hotel, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I can be adventurous as the next person, but just not in Less. this lifetime. No. <laughs> Did we know why we've been prattling on with mm. some absolutely comedy gold? <laughs> the very, very lovely Barb. Um, Hi, Barb. Has gone in contact with Joy, which oh. is where we are now, and um, and received we received a membership. Right. Yeah, Barb. Good now, on you, Barb. We needed that, didn't we? I did actually. Um, whilst I was over there in Bali, though, mm. I did because um, the week before I went away, mm. um, we, Lulu and I were just chatting away, and there was a lovely lady called Julie who emailed in and said, um, "I live in Bali." Oh. When you're over, we should get together. And uh, I was like, yes, you know, immediately. Well, you know, you probably should be, you know, stranger danger. <laughs> um, but my God, I met up. Got a surname, Julie? <laughs> I met up with this woman. So nice. Really? Yes. She took me for breakfast. Wow. And had lovely breakfast. In the hotel? No. You we left? actually ventured out. Wow. Yeah. We met her husband. <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Really lovely people. They live over there. Um, no wonder they live over there because it's absolutely you can, beautiful. Yeah. And we took a little picture. So I'm going to pop that on our Facebook page as well. Well, Julie, if you're listening, it's what time? About 3.20 in the afternoon? Yeah. Probably on your 80th Mai Tai for the day. <laughs> well, she's a, um, before you go to that music, <laughs> I hope this doesn't cut into my segment with poor Julie. The, um, but she said um, she's been listening for years and uh, she was listening and she said she, she really enjoys the various programs. And I lost it a little bit when she said she really loves Chris and Cam. Really? Yeah. I was shocked as well. Look, I think sometimes, you know, you spend a bit of time away from Australia Yeah, any voice... Yeah, nice. just so you know, but what sort of voice is it with Chris and Cam? I mean, you know, a good one. Yeah. I'm being non-offensive and not having an opinion. As on am anything. I. I'm being honest. My God, the Trumps. Because this, we've got an election here this year. You'd yes. be forgiven for forgetting. No, that it's no. Well, if you're not enrolled weeks. now, you don't get to vote. You can't. Shame. Mm-hmm. Shame. Shame. <laughs> well, I mean, it's really, really important. That otherwise, is, you could yeah. have your. You know, I mean, just one vote. What difference does one vote make? Well, we add them all up. To <laughs> that's what we do. One plus one. Yeah, we get a couple more. Mm. And the um, and I, look, I think there's a lot of keyboard warriors, right? Thanks to the internet, there's a whole bunch of keyboard warriors that have their opinion on politics. And I hope mm. every single one of them exercises their right to vote. And if they don't vote, they get a fine. And we don't ask, do we? You're not allowed. To, well, no, you are allowed, of course. But do, generally, you don't ask if somebody what, what they vote. What for, they do vote you? for? Yeah, Is I don't know. Right? I'm not sure. But, you know, people in showbiz like like us no i don't think you're allowed to have you're allowed to air that are you oh, i don't I know i don't know i've never been through an induction for green this, for this life yeah um, um yeah i don't know I've, i'm I've, i'm a swinging voter i can see <laughs> um but in the u.s I of course i didn't know it so long we've got a wobbling voter more than anything else um but yeah no very very interesting i think it is anyway you know and uh they've got the u.s elections they've mm. been going on and on Fair haven't they because i've got these Pre a primary vote and who's mm. going to lead what party and just make a decision and be done with it. But, but Trump. Well, what I really yeah go on yeah. Well, Trump's at the, 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 the centre of it. Mm. And watch our police and our firemen down in Seven Eleven, down the World Trade Center, right after it came down. <laughs> Dollar coffee. <laughs> Go down there. Have a slurpee. Yeah. What an idiot. And he's just a moron. Yeah. And um, he, of course, is married to Melania Trump. Yeah. Um, 
And, and there's six things. There's an article that's come out. There's six oh, things. Yeah. We, we, we'll do a couple of them now and then yeah. we'll do them after the news. Yeah, because this, could this, do, is, this, this is several yeah, segments. This is really is. This is gold. Probably the rest of the show. Oh, with number one. Did you know? Because even with a name like Trump. <laughs> Melania, <laughs> Melania Trump. Did you know the real story mm-hmm. that the Trumps have never... Never. This is not... Never. Ever, the wow. whole, since they met. Yeah. Have never farted in front of each other. That is amazing. And I've got... <laughs> Oh, oh. Here's when we recorded earlier. <laughs> we don't. Isn't that amazing? It's a shocking word. But what are you like? Fast forget fast the Trumps. Well, what are you like when you meet somebody? You, I never do that either. And generally, I don't like it anyway. I, I mean, mean, it's obviously funny when you're in a lift. Yes. You know, that is hilarious. Yeah. Or when you're out with, you Funeral, know, your mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, the look. I think I eventually you're going to do it in front of them. So do it on the first date. Really, every bad bug you've got. I've been single for a long time. You've been listening to a Lulu and Michael podcast. Listen live every Wednesday afternoon from four on Joy ninety four point nine. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation Joy. Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.